Hi, my name is Farron, and you're listening to Hungry for Apples podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N, and check out my website, Farron.me. Support the podcast over on Patreon.com backslash Farron, or visit our website at HungryForApples.me. Grab an apple, enjoy the show. What's up? How's it going? Welcome back to Hungry for Apples. My name is Farron, your host, and let's get into the episode. I have a question. Well, I'm going to answer it right away, so you don't really have to. Just think about this. What practices serve us? The answer, the practice that we return to. Let me give you the gist of what I'm about to share. The goal is creating a practice that you return to. Having an expectation created around effort over outcome. Start small, be consistent, add on regularly. Acknowledge any win, any win. So you can get used to noticing in a positive way your effort level, which makes it easier to add on to and to benefit from beginning to alleviate any emotional challenges. Now granted, when I'm about to share It's not going to take away all emotional challenges, but it will help. And, you know, so would therapy. But even a therapist will tell you to do some of the things that I'm about to share with you. In a previous podcast, I talked about how consistency with yoga practice is important, but I really concentrated on a physical standpoint. So today I'd like to build on that a bit and talk about more about self-care The previous podcast is called Consistency and Practice is Important if you want to check it out. Having a routine is very important. We as humans can evolve more quickly when we apply a routine, especially when we mix in a variety of different ways to routine, different things we do with regularity to support this body and this mind in our life. From making the bed to lifestyle design, Healthcare, self-care has come a very long way. There are so many ways to go about this at this point. One thing to keep in mind, a lack of self-care contributes to emotional challenges. A lot of times this idea becomes intimidating because it is common to think everything has to happen a certain way and in a quick way, which simply isn't the case. It's not possible to start something and finish something and have the effects of something all at the same time. So if you can try to move away from that mindset, it will begin to help almost right away. What won't help is adding lack to lack. What I mean here is not having any self-care routine and then doubling down on that not having with thinking it has to be a certain way, which adds an emotional charge to the situation. Remember, we're talking about having some new effort without getting down on ourselves by inability to perform. Start small, make the bed, drink water, set daily intentions, add exploration, and don't expect it all to have it happen at once. This just isn't possible. Choose simply first, then add on. 
And then when you add on, acknowledge why you added on. You have to tell yourself that you did a good job in some way. So if you start doing something really simple every single day and it's time to add something on, acknowledge yourself first. Tell yourself that you did a good job doing that thing every single day and now you have this space to add on another thing. Every time you add on, go through that process. The returning to the practice is the true practice, not necessarily the act of the, doing the practice. Now, I know that can be a little bit confusing because we want to do the things, right? But returning is usually the hard part. Once you're there in front of the thing you have to do, the chances are pretty high that you're going to do it. You don't have to practice yoga asana to get this. It can be any practice. However, a smartly created yoga routine can, color, can cover a lot of these bases. The framework can come from there and expand from there. Technically speaking, yoga is intended to be, at its root, a lifelong, sustainable practice. It's just that for the most part, the public sees a lot of poses that look challenging and beautiful images. Way back before all this social media stuff, we didn't look at pictures. We looked at each other demonstrating the poses and we tried things. Consider this. Exploration of a yoga practice as a smaller piece of an overall self-care routine is also possible. If yoga isn't totally your thing, I guarantee that having a, a yoga practice once a week will add to your fitness abilities. So you don't have to get into the spirituality of it, although no matter what, by paying attention to your inner voice when you're moving on the mat, you're already there. There doesn't have to be a big stamp of spirituality on that because the way that the spirituality is moving now, this new age that we're moving into, we don't need all of this excess. What we need to understand is that we do this for ourselves because we're important, because we want to live in a happy, sustainable way. And to live in a happy, sustainable way, we want to try and maintain our ability to do our everyday things. Now, granted, some yoga poses, they are energetic, so it might not seem as though they will contribute to your everydayness. That's fine. You can have fun in your yoga practice too. The doing of the practice, the returning is more important, regardless of what you do on the mat. One thing that inhibits a lot of people are expectations, or rather, our story has provided for us around that. The story we tell ourselves or believe, or all of this influences our actions. Expectations can be a little bit strange. There's that one where we want things to happen right away, but then there are also some other kind of weird things around it. There's this quote that I like from Meredith Root. Have expectations of effort, not outcome. Have expectations of effort, not outcome. I think that is fantastic. It's really good idea to shift our ideas and stories around these big words, exploration, expectation, stuff like that. 
and spirituality. Here, here's a little bit of a history with my expectation. In junior high school in an AP English class, the teacher wrote on the board the word expectation and then went around the room and we were to create a sentence from that word. When she came to me, I blurted out, expectation leads to disappointment. She looked at me alarmed. Apparently, my answer differed from the rest of the students. Now, I have to tell you, I don't remember what everybody else said, but I'm pretty sure it was more around getting things, expectation of gifts and stuff like that. I mean, we were in junior high school, so what is that, 13, 14, 15? Um, I'm not sure exactly. I don't remember all of the details, but I do remember that she was writing all of these sentences on the board, every single person in the room. Um, but when it came to mind, she just looked at me sideways and said she wouldn't write that down. So I found that very interesting. I've kind of held on to that for a while. Um, it took some time to really understand why my life led me to think that expectations would lead to disappointment. I mean, why can't I expect something awesome to happen? Well, now I do in my life. Back then, not so much. Most of this is about creating space, giving your body and spirit a place to expand into, increasing your capacity for a, well, a wellness awareness, and living more fully. Let's do a little recap. The list from the beginning. The goal is creating a practice that you return to. Have an expectation created around effort more than outcome. Start small, be consistent, add on regularly. Acknowledge any win you come to, every single one, big or small. This will help you get used to creating a positive outlook on expectations, things that are to come. It also helps to alleviate the emotional challenges that come up when things get a little bit challenging because none of this is easy. Not one of these things is easy, but it's worth it. It is so worth it. You might want to check out the, these previous episodes. There's one on daily intentions. There's one on intentional list making. And there's also one on bringing earth inside. All of these are great practices to explore and add into a routine for emotional fluency and, of course, self-care and well-being, which is basically what we're talking about here. Anytime you give yourself something that you're familiar with, but you add a little bit of challenge and you expand and you add a little bit more challenge and you expand what you're actually doing in the background in your subconscious mind is, is creating more of a sense of well-being. My last episode actually is creating a higher self-worth. This is also something you will want to look at or listen to. <laughs> it's a podcast. You can't look at it. You can listen to it. And it will add on to all of the things that I've talked about today. I hope this has been at least a little bit interesting, if not inspiring, maybe a little confusing. Confusing isn't bad, by the way. Confusion is a state of expansion. And we want to expand our capacity. We also want to expand our energy level. And we just want a little bit 
you know, a better life day to lit day to day. Again, thank you for listening. I hope you like this episode and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. All right, that's our show for this week. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider a small donation over at patreon.com backslash Farron and feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N. Or if you have any questions, check out my website, Farron.me. You can contact me there. You can see my class schedule and upcoming events. Again, you've been listening to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. I'm just feeling it out. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.